Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. Thank you for joining us today in our search for what makes a great communicator. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone, and every episode we'll be speaking with leaders and experts on how they were able to use their communication skills to inspire, create trust, collaboration, and influence others all in a respectful manner. How did they do it? What did they do to get better? How did they adapt? Where did they fail? Listeners and viewers, if you are looking to improve your communication skills and take those steps to being the next great leader in business, you're in the right place. Enjoy the podcast. In this episode, we're talking about inclusion, diversity, and how to lead with integrity. What are the communication skills and mindset needed so that people in your organization, your culture, feel seen and heard in an inclusive environment? We're also talking about as a leader, how do you connect with your teams in a remote environment and ask great questions so they feel connected? Well, we've got a great guest to help us with this. Nipur Kandawal is the Senior Manager Learning Talent Development at LCBO. Not only is Nipur a learning leader, she's also a presenter and the co-founder of She Rocks, which is committed to empowering women through confidence-building programs. And congratulations, Nipur, as the 2021 Woman of Inspiration Award finalist. This is a top leadership episode on integrity, leadership, connection, and the communication skills needed to create an inclusive culture within your organization. Let's meet Nupur. Nupur Kandawal, welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. So good to have you here. Thanks, Joel. Great to be here. Well, we are, I'm excited to, to talk about today's topic, integrity and inclusion, and how do leaders uh, lead this? Uh, because I hear integrity and inclusion, it's, it's so abstract. So I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. uh, getting your insights into this. You, you know, you, you've done so much work in this field um, with leaders and with learning. And, and then we're also going to be talking about leadership during the times of, of COVID. And, and, and now it goes into how do they lead remotely and how do they lead remotely with people they haven't even met in person? So we'll be talking about yeah. that. Uh, and as always, uh, Nupur, we will be talking about your failure to die moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Well, let's start with integrity and inclusion because uh, it's such a fascinating, fascinating topic. And yet at the same yeah. time, it's so abstract. So what is integrity yeah. and inclusion for 100? <laughs> so I'd say integrity and inclusion, they are fundamental to meaningful and impactful leadership. Um, you know, let's start by talking about what these terms mean. Mm-hmm. Um, integrity to me is about doing the right thing. Whether someone's watching or not, it's just doing the right thing. It propels actions that are grounded in our values. And before I talk about inclusion, uh, let's acknowledge what diversity is because they're very okay. closely related. Sure. Um, so diversity is recognizing the ways in which individuals differ. So, for example, our unique dimensions, such as gender, age, ethnicity, our unique qualities, our personal characteristics, our thoughts, our life experiences, all of these elements make us diverse. So inclusion is about embracing and accepting individuals. And you might wonder how. Yeah. Well, <laughs> by and that's by valuing, respecting, and supporting these unique elements, supporting these differences. It's about 
consciously removing barriers so that one can fully contribute. And it's interesting to look at how, you know, these elements influence one another. Um, so diversity doesn't stick without inclusion. And there's a lot of research and case studies supporting that. So let's say you have a diverse team uh, or okay. you're already attracting talent from diverse background. But if the workplace culture doesn't support or value their uniqueness, you will experience a backlash, right? You'll see many people disengage and leave and you lose talent. So diversity doesn't stick with the, without inclusion. Right. Um, Taking that a step forward, I'd like to say inclusion doesn't stick without integrity. Okay. Right? So if leaders don't understand the why or okay. they don't believe that they're doing the right thing, inclusive practices will not sustain over time. Um, and these are integral. These are interdependent characteristics. So it's worth paying attention to them. It's worth talking about them because we as leaders have a lot of influence on how this shows up at work. You know what I like about this, uh, Nipur, is that uh, when we say inclusion, that there's so that it's quite layered, um, and and it's not just a, a cultural thing. It's it could be an age thing, it could be a gender thing, it could be even a different way of thinking, a different way of looking at things, a different yes. perspective. Um, and the inclusion then is, I guess, is for leaders to uh, maybe challenge their way of thinking. Is that is that what what they need to do? Maybe maybe they're they've consciously or unconsciously have always been thinking a certain way. And yeah. now they have to maybe check their unconscious biases. Is that is that possible? Yeah, um, you're on the right track from my perspective. Like my understanding is it's about making time for self-awareness, right? Mm. And so it starts with taking the time to self-reflect. So I, ex I feel that leaders experience a lot of pressure to quickly respond, to take prompt action and move on. Right. And if we're not taking the time to introspect, we are missing out on our learnings. We're often repeating our mistakes. Um, let's take, for example, uh, let's say a manager sends out a meeting invite. And mm -hmm. a few minutes later, um, the intern brings to the manager's attention that, you know, they were not included in the meeting and right. they would like to come to the client meeting. They have some ideas to share. And immediately the manager feels embarrassed and apologizes and say, oh, I didn't mean that and forwards the meeting invite to the intern. Um, and the manager believes that, you know, they've addressed the issue. But you know what? I'm not I'm not sure if they've addressed the root cause here. Right. right? So when we talk about inclusion, let's unfold this more. Um, you know, let's go back. So again, the manager feels embarrassed, apologizes, forward the meeting invite. Right. But then if this manager takes the next 15 seconds to pause and reflect, mm -hmm. what's you know, what's going on here? Um, I miss this individual at this meeting for the second time. I'd like to believe it's an accident, but um, it doesn't look like it. What was I thinking? What's the potential unconscious bias that might be at play here, right? So right. Um, maybe I feel the intern is young and a recent graduate and they're not as ex experienced. So I've already identified in my mind, they are great at compiling notes, so they don't need to show up at the meeting, right? So right. Um, I can see now how the manager might see how they might be undermining the perspectives that they're missing. They're missing this talent at the table. So, and then they'll be more aware of watching that unconscious bias the next time around. 
So you see self-reflection can help managers to have these aha moments for themselves. And it's just about spending a few seconds to acknowledge their blind spots and be aware. And then over time, um, it becomes part of your muscle memory. Like, you know, you know, I think leaders do experience seeing change in their behavior. And that's what we're trying to get to is right. changing the behavior to be an inclusive leader. Changing the behavior has an effect on the on the culture, uh, obviously, is what you're saying when this happens. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when we talk about behaviors, um, I also find that managers feel sometimes uh, leaders feel very uptight. They don't uh, want to say the wrong thing. You know, what right. if I, I worry too much about always being politically correct? All right, Nicole, so, I think you just said what everybody's thinking, which is <laughs> I want to be more inclusive. I, yeah, I, how? I, I do. And then that conversation with the intern as an example, how do I have that uh, potentially an awkward conversation in my, in my mind as the leader, right, which right. was awkward? Yeah. And I have been in those situations. Um, mm -hmm. And what I find is give yourself permission to get over your hesitation. Don't mm. be so stuck up on always being politically correct. Mm -hmm. So as long as you intend to do the right thing, see, it's the right. intention, you can right. step out of line. That's where integrity comes in. Your intention is to do the right thing. You can ask for clarity. Um, right. you, can, you can hear what they have to say. You can observe. So I'll, I'll share another example that comes to mind. A few years ago, I was working as a customer service representative at a retail store. Okay. Um, and I was having difficulty communicating with this customer. So I went up to my manager and I said, you know, this customer, he, this, he doesn't seem to understand me. And after trying to paraphrase the situation like over and over again, I finally said, um, look, I think they can't hear. I maybe, maybe they're deaf. Okay. Uh, is that, is that okay to say? Because I don't right. want to offend anyone. I, I don't want to use the right language. I don't know how to say, and my manager's like, chill, like, you know, <laughs> just relax. Right. Yeah. First of all, I'm glad you opened up and I felt I might be stepping out of line by just sharing what's on my mind about terminologies. And he's saying, look, when you're beating around the bush, I don't understand and I can't help you. So I'd rather you speak your mind in that safe space, ask yeah. for clarity with respect mm -hmm. and with your intention of understanding, then figure out, you know, how to roll, like how you can clarify things further. So right. what I learned was that it's okay to say that people with hearing loss are deaf, depending on the situation. On the contrary, hearing impaired is not a term that is a collective noun, that's a medical condition. So mm -hmm. I learned this because I had that conversation. Um, so I would say, yeah, it's, it's, it is not easy. You will feel hesitations, uh, but it's important to speak up because it is about you know being committed to our own growth and uh, right. being more aware. Yeah, if you don't speak up, then everyone's just finishing the story in their heads and right. uh, and that other person's not really sure how you're feeling. And as the leader, um, I think, as you said, is that if your intention is right, it doesn't have to be perfect what's going to come out. It's it's what the other person's how they're going to receive it is the intention. And this yeah. is a, then the next thing is to be asking some questions for for clarity. Um to and, and observe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when you don't speak up, you're also condoning that behavior, right? By right. staying silent in many contexts, you're 
implying that it's okay or maybe it's not so important to pay attention to. So that's the other thing. Leaders have right. a lot of influence. You know, you walk into a door, you show up at a meeting simply by your presence. You have a lot of influence. So be aware of that. And and staying in silence is even now that you're saying that it, it makes me think about fight or flight mode where when we go into yeah. that silence, it's not because we're listening. We've gone to silence because we're our stress level is very high uh, and we've yes. gone into that silent mode to avoid Yes. And also, you know, sometimes we go into the silent mode because we start blaming ourselves. Mm. So, for example, sometimes we, we are so hard on ourselves, right. uh, especially if you were to make a mistake. In that moment, the language in your head is, oh, that makes me a bad person. Like you automatically start blaming yourself. Right. And that doesn't help. It's uh, It doesn't help with learning or changing behavior. On the contrary, it fuels. It fuels feelings of regret and guilt. So instead of labeling yourself, identify the behavior you need to change. Identify, okay, what is it? What's a little step that I can take yeah. for it to end differently? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it literally is what they call like a shame spiral that you sort of yeah. get into. It just keeps going round and round and round in the conversation in your head. All right. Speaking about leadership, um, you know, we've, we've gone through COVID and we're still going through it. And, and whatever happens in the near future, even in the future, there will still continue to be working remotely. That's probably not going to go right. away for some time being. Um, and, and you have some interesting ideas here about, about how leaders connected during these remote times, um, and specifically with people they haven't met, like how do you have that a connection with someone you haven't met? And all of a sudden, you you have someone on your organization and you're working with them remotely, but you ha you haven't had that face to face, like real face to face. Yeah, and COVID has brought to light many leadership traits. Um, what comes to mind right away is empathy. Right? Mm. Empathy allows leaders to build and develop their relationship. Um, and how do we demonstrate empathy at work, right? So to me, it's about building a human connection, um, connecting with each other at a human level. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, especially let's say there's a new team member and you've never met them in person, right. get to know your folks, uh, yeah. get to know them beyond titles and roles, right? Beyond the job description, what motivates them? What excites them? What are they passionate about? Uh, what are they good at? Uh, and maybe what are they good at, but they don't enjoy. So they can do it quickly for you, but you know, you don't want to keep doing it again and again. Um, what is their ideal work schedule that is also aligned with work priorities? Like these are the kind of open-ended questions that you want to probe at and yeah. really be curious to find out because with that, we build a human connection and get to know them as people. And leaders can do this by having regular conversations, you know, frequent touch points. Um, you can carve out times and meetings uh, to share and listen. Um, and I think one of the other things in COVID um, to remember is for those of us that switched to working virtually about 18 months ago now, mm -hmm. it was an adjustment. You know, I, I can speak for myself. Uh, right. It took some time to sort of feel okay wearing so many different hats at the same time. And it took some time to settle into a new routine. Um, and now for those of us transitioning to a hybrid model or knowing that the future um, will perhaps always include some sort of remote working again, it's a change. 
right? Yeah. So let's acknowledge that there are going to be feelings of anxiety, fear, um, excitement, confusion. <laughs> We're going to go through this roller coaster again. Um, let's talk about these. Let's have conversations. Let's talk about these at team meetings, in one-on-one -on -one settings, um, and let's commit to figuring things out together. You, you might not have all the answers, but I find that when we open the door for conversations, right. it, it leads to co-creating a solution that would work for many. Nipur, what you just said, you know, as a leader, you don't have to have all the answers. It seems to be the key to inclusion, integrity, and to having conversations with uh, a virtual workforce. Um, that uh, it, it comes down to being curious, I think, is what I keep hearing <laughs> this theme for leaders, to be curious. And that's what, that's what humanity is, is to be curious about the other person. Um, and for a leader to see an opportunity when they're speaking with that person virtually or remotely, this is an opportunity not just to say, did you complete this task? Did you complete that task? When is mm -hmm. this task going to be completed? This is an opportunity to go, <laughs> let's take a few minutes um, and find out. I love those questions. You know, what excites you? What motivates you? Um, what do you not enjoy doing, but you find yourself doing a lot of? Like just those types of questions to... And that creates tr real trust because maybe those conversations Absolutely. might have happened. Maybe, maybe they would happen if the leader goes out with that, that person and they're going for a coffee or they're, they're standing, you know, in the hallway or they're waiting for the elevator and they're having a, a bit of a chit chat, but we don't have those chit chat moments anymore. Yeah. And Joel, that's a good point. You know, that's why we need to be more intentional to carve out that time to set up that meeting and have that dedicated time for the conversation. Cause I might feel, uh, oh, is it too much for me to send a quick text or on, you know, message? How are you doing? <laughs> you right. know, I might feel hesitant to do that but if i know i have a touch point it the conversation flows more naturally to open up and share those elements well said um so I, I, let's go to your let's talk about your failure okay. ta -da moment uh -oh, before we okay. do that <laughs> we're gonna take a break and then we come back we're gonna unpack uh nipur's failure ta-da Hi, I'm Joy Newhold and we'll be right back to our interview. When I started the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company in 2002, I never would have imagined that one day we would have a podcast. So first, I want to thank you for listening and share some really exciting information about our organization with you. For years, we have made our live instructor-led software and soft skills training, consulting and coaching services customizable to meet the unique needs of each client and committed ourselves to a high quality of customer service. This combined to make the learning experience better for the participants and the planning process easier for the organizer. We love helping our clients so much we also develop many additional free resources to help you along the way, and this podcast is just one of them. At greatcanadiantraining.ca, you will find our free monthly webinars, blog articles, and free downloads covering everything from building better dashboards in Excel to navigating difficult conversations and everything in between. So make sure to join us at greatcanadiantraining.ca. But for now, I better let you get back to the podcast. Please enjoy the rest of the interview. All right, Nipur, we're back. Uh, we are now going to do failure. Ta-da! And this is a course from the world of improvisation where it's about celebrating a moment that may have felt like a failure at the time, but now has become a learning point for you. So do you have an example uh, in your career where there was that, that failure ta-da moment? And at the end of it, you could say, ta-da, if you want. <laughs> All right, okay. Mm. 
I have one. Okay. okay. So I was invited to a board meeting to make a presentation. Um, and the topic was pre-approved. Um, and I worked really, really hard. I conducted thorough research analysis. I put together this engaging presentation. Um, I felt ready. I was confident. And then I walked into this boardroom. I queued up my presentation and I'm ready to you know, start talking when the chairperson said, you know what? We've changed our mind. Um, I know it's a short notice, but we really want to talk about ABC instead. Um, and then I, I clenched, I was, I was taken aback. I clenched my fists and I'm trying to keep myself calm externally, but inside me, Joel, my head's blowing up. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? You changed your mind. (laughs) (laughs) You changed your mind. That's it. Like, that's not fair. I, I have worked so hard on this. I'm ready to show you something that you will find helpful. So inside, like I'm not in a very happy place and I'm trying to come up with, what can I say to influence them so I can still go through my next 15 slides? Right. And at that moment, another executive um, at the table just leaned in. And, you know, I think, I think he picked up on my body language. He leaned in and said, look, Nupur, we value your input and your feedback. And here is something that just came up. And this is a burning platform right now at this time. So you have a lot of credibility. We'd love to hear your candid thoughts. Nice. Right? And I would say that's like, ta-da, because <laughs> I, I didn't expect that. I, right. I was kind of blaming them for, what do you mean you changed your mind? So my two learnings from this, uh, one is it's not about me, right? It's about mm. the audience. Um, the recipient decides what's relevant to them. And to be an effective leader, to be an effective communicator, it is important that I'm open to adjusting my approach as opposed to pushing forward my agenda. Right. Um, And my second takeaway was unplanned, impromptu, just-in-time conversations, they can be daunting, but that's, they're also a great platform for our authenticity to shine. Right. And so I did. I opened up. I shared my thoughts. Um, I sat with them at the table and we um, discussed about their ABC topic. And I was met with a round of applause and an immense mm. gratitude for opening up. So it, it's something I've, I've often like I've remembered since then. Yeah. I mean, well, first, public speaking is, is everyone's number one fear. Uh, death is number two. So, uh, you know, what you're saying exactly is you put a lot of time into preparing and you know, even if you're comfortable public speaking, there's still that, that fear, that performance fear of, you know, will I be saying, and I want to make sure I bring value to everyone. Um, and then, yeah, you're, you're thrown off. Uh, and this is so great because this goes in, um, now with what you'd be saying before about being a leader doesn't mean about being perfect. It means you've got a certain amount of expertise and certain knowledge that's gotten you there. And the most important thing is to speak authentically and be yourself and trust <laughs> and have some trust that what you're going to still say will, will have value and will have impact. You just don't, you just maybe don't know where it's going to go. Absolutely. Well captured, Joel. Glad you were well, listening. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, um, 
you know, take it since this was an improv exercise, this was an improv exercise, uh, you know, from the world of improvisation, they'll always tell you the greatest moment in, uh, in an improv is when things don't go as planned, when there really is so, someone gets thrown off and the actors start laughing or something like that, then everybody starts laughing and then trust starts to happen and we, we enjoy it. And that's sounds like that's what happened in your world as well at that moment. Yes, for sure. Nupur, this has really been such an interesting episode on such an abstract theme around inclusion, uh, integrity. Uh, you've really given us some great ways to, to look at it, um, some great themes that came out that we'll, we'll now share in our, our three takeaways, our three stars. So thank you so much for your time, Nupur. And before you go, um, where can our listeners maybe get in touch with you or find out a little bit more about you? Sure. Uh, you're welcome to follow me on LinkedIn. Um, and if you'd like to learn more about my social enterprise, She Rocks, uh, check out sherocks.ca. We help women find their confident voices by encouraging them to be extraordinary, to be empowered, and to be you. So, you know, thanks again for inviting me. Integrity and inclusion are two of my core values, and I appreciated having this talk. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, Joel. It was a lot of fun, Nipur. And again, that's sherocks.ca, um, wonderful organization that you are the co-founder of. Uh, is that correct? That's co correct, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> and of course, we could find out more about uh, Nipur Kandalwal on LinkedIn. And uh, if you have any questions, please do reach out to her on either of those vehicles. Thank you so much for your time, Nippur. And now it's time for our three stars, no trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you could start to put into practice. Number one, ask for clarity. Don't be silent. Better to ask for clarification than say nothing. Number two, what's your intention? Do the right thing. Integrity means you want to do the right thing. So lead with that when you're not sure which way to go. Number three, leading remotely, connect by being curious. Ask some questions that are not task related when you're talking with your teams, but more focus on the, that person, that individual. Like we got some great examples today. What excites you? What motivates you? Or what do you do a lot of, but don't enjoy? By the way, for me, it's cooking. So. What's the next step? If you're not sure where you can apply these three steps or three stars in business or maybe even in life, try this. You don't have to have all the answers. Don't feel the pressure to be so quick to respond. Take a beat. Give some thought to how you're feeling or what you want to say. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us in our search for what makes a great communicator. If you enjoyed the show, then please leave a rating or review. Even better, subscribe to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast and make sure you don't miss another episode. Let's stay connected. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at GCT underscore CompUEs. And if you'd like more information, free resources or class schedules on everything from software to soft skills training, consulting or coaching, then go on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. Thank you, and we will see you next episode.